Yes, especially down here in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even get a good phone signal. What do we got now? Two, three, two. Our last two minutes. Bye. Don't forget, we're all related. So have you been, I just want to ask you, Alex, since we rarely get you on the show, have you been watching the presidential debates at all? Do you, uh, have, a, do you have a candidate you like? You or? know what? I gave up on cable TV, but I, I catch a little bit on YouTube now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the Democrats go, I hope they nominate John Edwards because I think he has a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy who I really like personally is Bill Richardson. Good. Yeah, I like Richardson too. I he like Mike, uh, Mike Gravel. Who was, I guess he was in Ann Arbor, as we reported last Friday, and did call for the legalization of drugs. So we got Gravel on the Democratic side and Paul on the Republican side, who have embraced sanity, which is, uh, I mean, that itself is a step in the right direction. That is. I mean, can you imagine 8, 10, 12 years ago that someone espousing either of those positions would be even running? No. But, I mean, they're not only running, they both, you know, have a lot of support, and they're good guys. So we're making progress. Okay. Slow but steady. Right. This has been Renegade Solutions, and hopefully we'll see you next week. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe that means I have Half a mind to stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike, and just a moment ago we heard poor Charmy, the host of Renegade Solutions, uh, on the air, well, over the phone, not feeling so well. And, and you know, it's that time of year, if you're right there, you're not feeling well, your head's kind of fuzzy, your stomach feels like it's in your feet, whatever that means, whatever it might be, this is the time to listen now to Pandora's Lunchbox, because I don't know where I am. I'm kind of dazed. Uh, I got a bit of a sore throat. And, you know, this is not going to affect the professional quality of the show in any way. But nonetheless, you should tune in and and we will all be one. It'll be great. And it's also uh, antiseptic. Radio is antiseptic. So uh, here's Laden Wainwright III. Suddenly it's Christmas right after Halloween. Forget about Thanksgiving, it's just a buffet in between. There's lights and tinsel in the windows, they're stocking up the shelves. Santa's slaving at the North Pole in his sweatshop full of elves. There's got to be a build-up till the day that Christ was born. The halls are decked with pumpkins and ears of Indian corn. Dragging through the falling leaves in a one-horse open sleigh. Suddenly it's Christmas, seven weeks before the day. Suddenly it's Christmas, the longest holiday. When they say season's greetings, they mean just what they say. 
It's a season, it's a marathon, retail eternity, and it's not over till it's over and you throw away the tree. Outside it's positively balmy, in the air nary a nip. Suddenly it's Christmas, unbutton and unzip. Yes, they're working overtime, Santa's little runts. Christmas comes but once a year and goes on for two months. Christmas carols in December and November too. It's no wonder we're depressed when the whole thing is through. Finally it's January, let's sing old anxiety. But here comes another heartache shaped like a valentine. Suddenly it's Christmas. The longest holiday The season is upon us A pox that won't go away It's a season It's a marathon Retail eternity And it's not over Till it's over And you throw away the tree No, it's not over Till it's over And you throw away the tree It's still not over Till it's over And you throw away the tree Be strong, be resolute, be an American. What am I saying? This is Pandora's Lunchbox. That was Laden Wainwright III, and suddenly it's Christmas right after Halloween. And it is right after Halloween, in fact. It's the Day of the Dead. This is all true. Now, this show concerns itself with food and also food in culture and also culture that might actually step on food, but it's really hard to say. The Ann Arbor Film Festival has been going on for a while in Ann Arbor coincidentally enough. I told you this wouldn't affect the professionalism of the show. And now the website continues on aafilmfest.org, and they're doing something to raise money for the film fest, something called Acts of Audacity. And there is a way that you can influence what the film fest will do for its next next act of audacity. The last one that they did was to go through the streets of Ann Arbor and do a whole glam rock thing. And you can watch it, in fact, on the aafilmfest.org website. And in fact, I'm going to play a little bit of that Austin Manahassity on, on, right now. Here goes. That's right. He's just a city boy. Oh, yeah. Who's born and raised in South Detroit. And he took that midnight train going that's beautiful. He's wearing a pink wig singing this song. This is more inspiring watching it than it is listening to it. But nonetheless, we have folks from the Ann Arbor Film Fest. Blue wigs, pink wigs, gold lame pants, leopard skin shirts. Yeah, sing it, man. Thank you, Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor Film Festival. Thank you very much. Good night very inspiring. Uh, you can see this film of the Ann Arbor Film Festival in Festiver, <laughs> Endangered Campaign, Act of Audacity number one. We were just and you'll have a chance to vote on what their next Act of Audacity will be. And what is this Act of Audacity and what is the Ann Arbor Film Festival? Well, the Ann Arbor Film Festival happens every March and showcases unusual and creative and daring and challenging films and also some very fun films as well. And what they're doing right now is they're saying that they need to raise money because the AAFF is endangered, says so on the website. For one thing, the habitat. The Michigan economy is experiencing one of the worst downturns in the country, so recovering funds is much more difficult in our local region. Poaching. 
this is the endangered thing here, poaching. In 2006, the film festival was targeted by a special interest group and state legislators in Michigan who opposed public funding for the arts. Legislators unjustly claimed that our programming was pornographic and offensive, citing films that they did not even watch, and had our state funding rescinded through unconstitutional means. When they asked us to alter our programming in order to receive their support, the film festival refused to apply for future funding in order to protect our artistic integrity. This created an immediate gap in our annual budget. And there's information on that at the website, A-A-F-F. Nope, that's not it. Here it comes. It's coming. AAFilmFest.org. And entanglement. This is another endangered factoid here. Like like an animal being tangled in a web, for instance, or a, a net. Yeah, I think it's a net. In March of this year, they challenged dubious state laws, as they call them, that harm the First Amendment rights of artists with a federal lawsuit spearheaded by the ACLU. While we strongly believe in supporting artists' freedom of expression, this lawsuit has also required excessive time and energy on behalf of the staff of the film festival. The Ann Arbor Film Festival agreed to be the plaintiff in this lawsuit to ensure that these unconstitutional state laws would not be used against other arts organizations in the future. Now, on the glam rock theme, I have found a song that has official glam rock chords in it, though this isn't technically glam rock. It's post-glam. It's of the post-glam genre, and it's about food, and it's by the undertones of Northern Ireland and goes like this. Play. I just play that. That's the undertones and Mars bars. Is it Mars bars? It is is plural, Mars bars. Song about food, technically. Mars bars are technically food. They have been deep fried. In fact, they're from Northern Ireland, but in fact, in Scotland came the 
the theme, the, the concept of deep-frying Mars bars, and I actually saw that spread to Detroit not long ago. You could actually have a deep-fried Mars bar at the Detroit Festival of the Arts, and what an artistic experience it was tasting that delicious deep-fried Mars bar, which had been in the same oil as the deep-fried fish. It was exceptionally something or other. Well, we were talking a moment ago about glam rock. Those were glam rock chords in that song. And about the Ann Arbor Film Festival and the controversy over some of the films showed. I want to play, I want to show you, if you look at your radio very closely or your XM, whatever it is, I want you to look very closely at your radio and watch this bit of film. This is from Booby Girl. And the subject matter is, oh, I don't know, just, you know, uh, viewer discretion is advised or something. But nonetheless, this is, this is, from Booby Girl. This is this film which you're about to watch on the radio is directed by Brooke Kiesling. I'm going to play part of this to give you an idea of what film caused controversy by not being watched. Since you can't see it, it all comes together. Here we go. Hey there, Booby Girl. Once there was a girl who wanted to grow up. Hmm. She wanted to wear lipstick and fall in love. But most of all, she wanted boobs. Big boobs. She tried exercise. And one, and two, and three, and four. And creams, not to mention socks. But these attempts were all to no avail. She was still a little flatsy. One day, she was sitting on the curb, eating a bomb pot, when something began to happen. Her chest began to grow right there and then. Words cannot describe how special this made her feel. She went to bed very happy that night. But by the next morning, her new boobies had double their size. And by night, they had doubled again. She kept growing and growing until none of her clothes fit. And we're just going to have to let you guess what happens in the rest of this movie that you're not watching, called Booby Girl, directed by Brooke Kiesling, showed at the Ann Arbor Film Festival, caused some controversy, possibly because of the name. And it's a very sweet retro 70s cartoonish visual thing going on there. You can watch it at the at the film festival website which is aafilmfest.org uh, Again, uh, viewer discretion is advised if you're listening to it and if you have been listening to it. But the Ann Arbor Film Festival is has a fun drive, part of which includes art, acts of audacity such as going around being glam rockers and being crazy and nuts. They have an act of audacity number two coming up and they're looking for your help to come up with what they should do next. Here are several possibilities. Option one, challenge two pro athletes from Detroit to a game of badminton while dressed as giant animals. Okay. Option two, organize a public rally to protest the production and exhibition of bad cinema. I think that would be a very inspiring thing. 
Option three, recreate the dance scene from Singing in the Rain with super soakers and water balloons, which in late fall might be a challenge. It would be kind of cool, you know, if you use water balloons and super soakers and people froze on the spot, you could take very artistic pictures of them and and make video. There's a lot of possibilities with this. They also have various donation levels if you're looking for that, which also have a lot to do with the Wild Foundation. This is all linked together. Ann Arbor Film Fest and the Wild Foundation, which is an international organization dedicated to wilderness protection around the world, and part of the proceeds go to that too. So it's all at the aafilmfest.org website. But from the sublime to the ridiculous, there's something I need to talk to you about, something I've been wanting to talk about for years. And there are some folks who like to shoot pumpkins out of really long guns, and 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 that's important. They're from Howell and Fowlerville in several cities in Michigan, and they've formed a team called Second Team Second Amendment, and their goal is to shoot pumpkins out of these guns. Now, the whole idea is that they want to set records. They want to see their goal is to fire a pumpkin an entire mile. They haven't done that yet, but. The Second Amendment, as they described, that's the name of the gun, the baddest punkin gun on the planet. This is important. It's punkin chunkin, what they're doing. P-U-N-K-I-N, chunkin. It's a large 14-ton, foot air, 14 100-foot air cannon built with the goal to be the first to shoot a pumpkin, a punkin, sorry, one mile. We are four-time world champions and current world championship distance record holder at 4,434.28 feet. We have shot numerous times in practice in excess of 4,900 feet, and our longest ever shot traveled over 5,000 feet. We began test firing pumpkins this year, the last weekend in September, and continued during weekends in October until the end of the month. The first weekend of November, coming up, we go to the World Championships in Delaware to defend our title. This charitable event draws over 45,000 people and is usually covered by press from around the world, including Pandora's Lunchbox of WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Now, a few a few facts about the pumpkin chunkin' gun. The weight of it is 28,000 pounds. The ammo includes pumpkins, melons, bowling balls, or perhaps frozen turkeys. The muzzle velocity is over 500 miles per hour. The propellant is compressor air. It was fabricated by SNG erectors of Howell in 1999 and reconstructed several times since. There is, in fact, now a Second Amendment 2, spelled, of course, T-O-O, which you can see on the highly important website, which is secondamendmentgun.us. And this weekend, they're going to try to defend their championship in Delaware. Now, speaking of throwing things in the air, speaking of throwing pumpkins a mile, there are also opportunities, as you may know, to throw throw potatoes. And there are several websites on how to hurl potatoes using potato guns. One of them is advancedspuds.com. And you can see on this website... And I, a concept drawing. This is this is basically something that will teach your children about physics, about hurling vegetables and other important things that they may need later in life when they're looking for a job. And it says here, they have a mechanical supa look-alike. This is a piston valve that uses a very strong spring instead of air. There's a diagram featuring, with a diagram, O-rings, a strong spring, a neoprene seal, a piston or rod, a value, a heva heva, a valve actuator, and PVC. All of this leads you to the barrel, which is a gun that could conceivably shoot a potato far away. Not only can you find out about that at advancedspuds.com, you can also read more at burntlotkey.com. 
For those who don't know, olatki is a potato pancake. It's a Yiddish word that derives from the Ukrainian word oladka. Yes. So the burnt latke tells you all about constructiva. You know, like I said, I'm kind of spaced up, but it will not affect the professionalism of this show. What is a combustion launcher, asks the burnt latke website. A combustion launcher is a type of potato gun. Why potatoes? Listen closely. Potatoes are cheap, plentiful, and create a nice seal when forced through a pipe. Experimentation has led to all types of flying fruits and vegetables. Not limited to produce, spud guns are capable of launching just about anything in orbit. A supersonic potato is a beautiful thing. Combustion launchers are the common man's potato gun. The common man's potato gun. Also constructive PVC pipe, combustion launchers use a flammable aerosol as fuel. The fuel is ignited in the sealed gun with a flint or electronic spark producing a loud report. In comparison to pneumatics, combustion guns are much weaker, producing only 25 to 35 psi of pressure inside the combustion chamber. Despite this, combustion launchers are capable of muzzle velocities of 400 miles per hour with respectable range. A spud gun, pneumatic or combustion, is still a gun. Great care must be taken during manufacture and operation. Safely used, they are fun, says here on the burntlotkey.com website. But I think we have a, a fellow here uh, named Nick Lowe in the studio who is looking kind of ornery and kind of deranged, and he has something called a honey gun he wants to sing about. So with a look in his eye, we'd better let him tell his piece. You better... Stun me, stun me, stun me, stun, stun me with your honey gun till my living daylight gone. Stun me with your honey gun. Well, curtain up, dim the lights. This show's fixed to run and run. I'm like this every opening night. Don't know money try to shut me down. I would gladly volunteer to be. Firing line, y'all and Sally, let me be. I invite you take a pop at me. Stun me, stun me, stun me, stun me, stun me with your honey gun till my living big light on. Stun me with your honey gun. Well, first impressions are one to last. I am off the baby boom. Us get back, it's grew up fast. Oh. 
you must be wondering what's happening right now. This is a very video-heavy show, so if you've been enjoying watching, this is a video from Punkin' Chunkin' 2006. It just looks like a big stick is throwing a, a rock very, very far away. That potato looks very... It's not a potato. It's a pumpkin. looks very, very small. Very exciting. Again, the Punkin' Chunkin' Championships in Delaware coming up this weekend. And the Second Amendment, the Team Second Amendment from Michigan will be competing again this year. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox for some time now. I've been Mike, in spite of everything. Thank you for listening while I've worked through from one side of my mind to the other. We're going to end now with a song. That's often the way it works, isn't it? This is Sid Barrett, and this is something you might not drink when it's cold, but if you're in a too hot room, you might. This is Sid Barrett and Baby Lemonade. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. See you next week.
sun going down when the earth streams in in the morning send a cage through the post make your name like a ghost Sid Barrett with Baby Lemonade. Nice way to end, Mike. It's almost 7 o'clock, almost exactly within a moment or two. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz. It is time to face the music. After Sid Barrett's Baby Lemonade, it seems only right to begin Face the Music tonight with a song about meat. I'm send this out to all dogs and cats. It's called Carne. Uh, C-A-R-N-E. That means meat. Doesn't it? Carne di maialo Carne you will eat the butter. I will eat the butter. La mangiare. Ah, chattarudi. Carni di maialo. Ah, Fredo. Carni di maialo. Carni di maialo. A pizzas. A pizzas a rudi. Faccia brutta. Raviolis. Raviolis. Meatballs and cheese. Meatballs and booty. Hello. 